Hello, welcome to A Weekly Word. I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio, and I'm glad you're with me today. Uh, the season of Advent is here, and during the season of Advent, we remember that Jesus is coming again. Um, one of the things that I like to remember during this time is that Jesus has come. That's what we celebrate at Christmas, but it's not the end of the story. He's coming again, and we can look forward to that day and the salvation that he brings with him uh, when he comes again. Now, a lot of times when we think about Jesus and our relationship with him, uh, as a United States American and in our culture, we tend to think of welcoming Jesus in a very individualistic way. It's almost like that's baked into who we are uh, as United States Americans. But when you read through the scriptures, the way that the Bible talks about people welcoming Jesus, it tends to be more communal. Uh, in Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 through 11, it says, God highly exalted Jesus and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. You know, no, notice that every, there's this the whole world type of idea. And Advent has a sense of us together, the, the whole world, watching and waiting for Jesus to come again. And one of those Advent hymns that has that, that feel of, of everybody, hey, look, watch, is lift up your heads, ye mighty gates. And if you have a, a Lutheran service book, you can find this as hymn number 340 and 341. It has two different tunes in our hymnal. Uh, and if you search YouTube, you can actually find a third tune as well. Uh, Lift Up you, Your Heads, Ye Mighty Gates was originally written in German uh, in the early 1600s. Uh, and it takes language, it takes images from Psalm 24, especially verses 7 through 10, which say this, Lift up your heads, you gates, rise up, ancient doors, then the King of glory will come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, you gates. Rise up, O ancient doors. Then the King of glory will come in. Who is he, this King of glory? The Lord of armies. He is the King of glory. Now, when you sing this hymn, there's a pattern to the way that the verses go. Verses 1, 2, and 3 each speak of a different person of the Trinity. Not exclusively, because whenever you're dealing with God... Whatever the Father's doing, the Son is doing, and whatever the Son's doing, the Spirit's doing, there's only one God, right? You know, so the, these different persons of the Trinity, they, they act in, in concert. They're always working together. All three are, are active in salvation, and that's really the, the point of those three verses. And it speaks of God as our King and as our Helper. It speaks of Him as the Christ, the, the appointed Savior who has come. And there's a very apocalyptic type of tone to these verses. Apocalyptic in the sense that it's revealing Christ's second coming. It's, it's revealing that, that salvation is coming to us. And we, we don't experience 
all of the, the salvation that Jesus has won for us in this life. We, we always live in what we Lutherans like to call the, the simul. Uh, simul justus et peccator. It means uh, that we're at the same time saint and sinner. And so we always have kind of a tainted experience of our relationship with God and our life of faith. So when we say that God's salvation has come to us, we don't experience the fullness of that in this life. We get a foretaste of it. We experience bits of it. It's completely given to us. But we look forward to the day when Jesus comes again and we have this in its complete and total fullness when we see our father as our our king and the the helper comes and and brings his rescue to us verse four talks about our response uh, which i i find this verse to be very interesting because it's it's pretty clear that when it speaks of our response uh, our response is praise that's really through the whole hymn that we praise god for what he has done for us but it's not just, you know, we're praising God, talking about how great and how wonderful he is, uh, even though he is great and wonderful. This praise in uh, lift up your heads, ye mighty gates, is very much rooted in God's salvation, that God comes to save us, to redeem us. So the, the idea isn't just, you know, lift up your heads, ye mighty gates, because our God is great. Um, that God is great is not necessarily good news, folks. Um, it might mean that he's great and powerful and comes in wrath, right? You know, so what we're hearing actually in this in this hymn is that our God is great and he comes to save, to use his great and mighty power in order to rescue us. And then the, the, the last verse of the hymn is a, is a closing prayer that's actually addressed to all three persons of the, the Trinity. Um, and I'm going to read this verse for you. It goes like this. Redeemer, come and open wide my heart to thee. Here, Lord, abide. O enter with thy grace divine. Thy face of mercy on me shine. Thy Holy Spirit guide us on until until our glorious goal is won. Eternal praise and fame we offer to thy name. Notice it mentions Lord and it mentions Redeemer, and it mentions Holy Spirit, three names that we can use for, for God. And so we have this triune aspect to what we're, we're praying, what we're praying, what we're singing uh, in this verse. And, uh, uh, and really, finally, fully putting ourselves into God's hands. Because when you sing through the hymn, or when you listen to the hymn, uh, notice who is active through the whole thing because it's God. It's God that's the one that's doing the redeeming. It's God who's the one who's doing the saving. It's even God who is opening us up to receive this salvation. So even in verse four, when it's talking about our response, it says, to God alone be praise for word and deed and grace. Even our words and our deeds and the grace that we receive. It's, it's a beautiful hymn. And the, the, the thrust of this hymn causes us to place ourselves into God's hands, looking for our King, looking for our Redeemer, our Helper, looking for our Savior to come to us, not in 
power of wrath, but in the power of grace and love and mercy and salvation. So give it a listen. Uh, on, the, uh, on the website, there are two different videos uh, because, as I mentioned before, there are, there are two different melodies to this hymn in our hymnal. Uh, and you can look that hymn up at hymn number 340 or 341 in the Lutheran service book. Read the lyrics. They're, they're posted there too. And think about what is it that God has done that would cause us to lift up our heads, that would cause the world to look up and take notice because God is bringing salvation. Thanks for taking some time to be with me. I hope this was a benefit to you. If it was, please like it, share it, rate it, review it. I don't know. Um, and uh, help some other people to find it because I just always figure if it's a blessing for you, it'll probably be a blessing to somebody else. Thanks again. Happy Advent. God's blessings. Mm-hmm.